Everybody, welcome back to Filmmaking Ain't for Pussies. Yeah, glad to have you. Last week's episode, man, you guys filled the mailbag. I got lots of notes appreciating me sharing personal stories with you. That's just the way I am. I'm built that way. You know, there is nothing too personal that I can't talk about. I think that's a problem with our society. So many of us are pent up, for lack of a better word. We don't want to share personal feelings, personal tragedies, personal losses, personal gains, especially in a podcast with strangers. But, you know, I've never been that way. Look, you know, what I go through, what you go through, everyone goes through, right? I guess that part of the podcast is more cyber dad than it is filmmaker to filmmaker. But I mean, the bottom line is we're all going to lose our parents. And this is Cyber Dad talking to you. Death is, a, death is a weird thing. Death makes people uncomfortable. If you ever lose somebody in your family or close to you, you ever notice like your friends just disappear until they know you're okay, until enough time has passed that they can comfortably get in touch with you and call you and talk to you and they feel comfortable about it. It's not an awkward situation for them. Man, that is so wrong. Look, if you know anybody who loses a loved one, reach out to them. Reach out to them every week and just check on them. And you don't have to talk. Just shut up and let them talk. Let them emote. Let them rant and rave. Let them cry. That's all somebody who has lost someone, that's all they want. And it just seems like in today's society, and and I don't blame people. You know, it is an awkward situation. But I mean, you can't just ignore someone who has experienced loss. You need to be there for them, no matter how close you are. You know, it could be a friend. It could be a best friend. It could be a friend. It could be a coworker. Don't ignore them. Reach out to them. You'll be glad you did. Trust me. And if I have anything uh, personal to share with you in the future, I will certainly do it. I don't hide anything. I'm very transparent. I'm a very transparent guy. All right. Let's get into communicating with actors part do. The most obvious thing that, that is going to happen to you when you work with actors during production on set is they're going to have questions about their character. If you wrote the script, it's going to be real easy for you to answer these questions because you ate, slept, and breathed with this script for months, maybe even years. You know these characters inside and out. So I doubt that there's a question that an actor would ask you as far as you being the writer-director. And, you know, they're asking a, a curious question about their character. You'll be able to answer anything. I'm very confident that you'll be able to answer anything. Now, if you didn't write the story, oh, that's a whole different, that's a whole different circumstance. So my suggestions would be, 
And I come at this because in film school, we actually had a project where we had to get a writer from the writing program to write a short film, and then we would direct it. So even though I was a writer-director, we did have a project where I was only the director. I, You know, I can't remember if I got to choose the writer or if the writer was appointed to me. But it was actually our junior year final project. And my project was titled Girls Night Out. And it was written by a woman in our program. And I liked the story. So we worked together. If you're just the director and not the writer, you have two choices in front of you. Either you pick this writer's brain. I mean, like like a dead carcass on the road and you're a buzzard. I mean, just get every detail that you can think of from this writer as far as the characters go. So you know what's going on with these characters. Backstory, motivation, subtext, whatever it could be. There's going to be a point where a good actor is going to ask you a question about this character. Where are they coming from? What happened here? What happened there? Are they influenced by this? Are they influenced by that? And whatever it could be. And I, I applaud actors who bring questions like that. But you're going to have to answer it. Because if you don't answer it... <sighs> It's not going to be a good look for you. The other option for you is to have the writer on set. And when the actor has a question, bring over the writer and the three of you talk about it. I came up with a third option, which I have used. I used in film school. If you can't answer the question, don't bullshit, okay? Most people have a great bullshit detector, right? Most people. And, you know... Respect the actor. Don't bullshit around. Don't lie to him. Don't make shit up. And I've been in that predicament as a director who did not write. Or I wrote it and I really didn't think about it. I mean, look, can we break it down, please? In film school, you know, sometimes you'll go that extra mile and figure out character motivation and character backstory. Other times, it's a pain in your ass and you don't care. Okay? You just want to get your stuff in the can, have it edited, let the faculty look at it, give me a grade, let me move on. Okay? <laughs> that was my situation. So the actor has a question. And my response to that question is, well, sir, or well, ma'am, you read the script. What was your gut feeling? What was your gut reaction? What is your gut reaction in this situation? What does your gut tell you about this character and about this situation? Where are they coming from? Where do you think they're coming from? You're empowering the actor or actress, handing the ball off to the actor, and you're allowing the actor to come up with an idea. And nine times out of 10, that actor will have an answer for you. Now, if the actor just looks at you like a deer in the headlights and says, uh, I don't know. Well, if he says or she says, I don't know, and you say, I don't know, then where do you go from there? That's a bad look for everybody. But like I said, most actors will gladly, gladly give you their opinion on this character and run with it. Go for it. Remember, every take is different, okay? So shoot a take and use the actor's input. What does the actor feel about this situation? How do they want to play it? How do they think it should be played? How do they feel the character would react in this situation? Let them do it. And you know, while you're watching it, you might be thinking, oh, uh, 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 it's like fingernails on a chalkboard. That doesn't work for me. That's fine. Let it go. Into the scene. Cut. Then go over. Always praise the actor. Never go to an actor after a take and say, oh, dude, 
that that's not going to work. That sucked. Come on. That's just common sense, okay? Most actors are very insecure. And if you give them any negativity, they're going to shrivel up. It's going to be like watching a, a turtle just go into its shell. So after a take, if you don't like it, or even if you do like it, and you want another one, you want a different one, remember, always have choices in the editing room. That's the key to production. Give me choices in the editing room. Camera angles. The way scenes are acted out. Always have tons of options. So then you go to the actor and say, look, that was amazing. I liked it. But let's just make sure we got something else to choose from. So how about you try it this way and do this here and maybe feel this when you get to this part. You know, this is your subtext and go there on this take. It's just common sense, folks. So always be prepared for an actor to ask a question about their character. Hopefully you will answer it. And if you can't answer it, you can defer to what they feel and what they think. And if the writer is on the set, use the writer. Bring the writer in. And I hope, I hope that if you have a writer, that you're going to allow them on the set. You're not going to be some prick about, well, writers, once a script is locked, we don't need you anymore. Don't be that way. The writer should be there if they want to be there. Some writers don't want to be there. Some writers are, are happy just giving you the script. Here, this is yours. Call me when you get it edited and all done. I want to see it. Another key concept to working with actors on set during production is to listen to them. If you guys go through the blocking and you go through the lines and everything seems great before you actually roll the camera, because sometimes, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. When you're on set and you're in production, you get the actors in place, you can run a little rehearsal. And more often than not, your cinematographer, especially, especially if there's a camera move, the cinematographer is going to want to go through it a couple of times. So this is a different rehearsal than we've been talking about. The rehearsals we've been talking about that I told you you don't really need, unless if you want to do a little blocking, those are pre-production rehearsals, or in other words, a waste of time. This is different. This is when you're on the set and everyone's there, the cinematographer is ready, the sound person is ready, the actors are in place, then you run through it. Just like we talked about last episode, like a football team, you run through it. It's a walk well, it's a walkthrough. It's not a run-through. It's a walkthrough. So you walk through the scene. So the cinematographer is going to move the camera, pull the focus, whatever, as the actors move. The sound person has to watch this and figure out where they can stand. Now, a good sound person is going to have the actors mic'd up, and then for safety's sake, they're going to hold the boom. So they're going to boom the scene as well as use lav mics during the scene. So that way, if one or the other doesn't work, you still have the sound. So the sound person is going to be watching this too, figuring out where can I stand so I'm not in the frame. You're going to walk through this rehearsal. Camera moves here. On this line, actor, you move here. Actress, you move over here. Blah, blah, blah. If at any moment it seems unnatural or unrealistic, as far as the blocking, as far as what an actor or actress is doing as they're saying a line, if that happens at any time, change it. And more often than not, you're not going to see it as the director. Now, I hope you're not looking at a video assist when this is going on. You should be standing right there next to the actors and watching. But more often than not, the actor is going to say to you, that doesn't seem natural. That seems awkward. That seems weird. It could be a line. It could be a move. 
And once again, don't be a prick. Listen to what the actor or actress tells you and change it. Now, you know, if some if you're dead set in your ways and you got to see it this way, if you're going to be one of those kind of directors, then say, okay, fine, I, I got you. Let's do it my way first. And then the next take, you tell me what feels more natural to you. If you're that kind of director, allow them that consideration. That happened to me a couple of times on the hike, and I didn't even say, do it my way, and then we'll do it your way. I backpedaled and said, hey, if it's unnatural for you, it's unnatural for me. So let's do it your way. We didn't even do it the way I anticipated it, the way I saw it in my head. Hell, the way I wrote it. Because I took the actor's word to heart. They know. And if you're a director and you haven't ever acted That might be a concept that's kind of weird to you. But let me tell you, as an actor, if you're told to move this way and do this and do that while you're saying this line this way, and suddenly it feels unrealistic, it feels unnatural, it feels awkward, it feels weird, I can go on and on. But you know it. When you feel it and when you see it, you know it. You know, there are some actors who won't rock the boat. There are some actors who would rather do what you want. They're pleasers. They want to please you. They're going to do what you want, even though it feels funny to them and unrealistic to them. And they won't say a word. So before production, you need to sit down with your actors and actresses and say, look, at any moment during production, while we're shooting, something feels off to you then please tell me. Tell me. Okay, that's a great segue into never, ever let an actor cut the scene for you. Cut the camera by yelling cut or just stopping the scene. Never. N-E-V-E-R. And you must tell the actors that before production starts. Say, look, you never end a scene. You go through with it. It's kind of like watching ice skating in the Olympics. You know, a skater starts their three-minute program and they fall in the first 30 seconds. They don't get off the ice and just walk off and say, fuck this, I already screwed it up, I'm not going to finish. No, no. You always tell the actors, go with the scene from beginning to end. I don't care if you mess up. I don't care if suddenly something feels wrong. Finish it. If you happen to forget a line, then ask for it. Just say line, line, and the script supervisor should be able to give you the line. Just keep going. Because when you get into the editing room, there might be a nugget of gold in that shot. There might be a moment that you can pull out in editing. (gasps) That's just going to make your jaw drop. And if you cut the scene whenever the actor feels like they want to cut it, you don't give yourself the opportunity to have that happy accident. And that's what it's called when something goes wrong, but it turns out it was perfect, or at least a part of it was perfect. And in the editing room, you will thank yourself and you will thank the actors. So have that talk with your actors. You cannot cut this scene for any reason. You listen to me. When I say cut, it's a cut. Cinematographer has to understand that too. Now, the caveat to that is the cinematographer can end the scene anytime they want. Now, me personally... I gave that power to my cinematographer. In my mind, it's okay if you tell the cinematographer at the same time, don't ever cut. I don't care if you make a bad camera move or somebody goes out of frame or somebody goes out of focus. Stay with it until the end. There's nothing wrong with that. 
As a matter of fact, I would almost recommend that. But for me personally, I told my Hollywood cinematographer, my union cinematographer, dude, if you need to cut, go ahead and cut. Now, looking back on it, that may have been a mistake. I think it's a good move if everybody just keeps going. But you know, at the time, it's like, dude, this is my first movie. You're a Hollywood cinematographer. You've worked with with Hollywood folks. You've worked with Ray Liotta and Val Kilmer and Gina Gershon. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I gave him the power to cut. And he did a few times. That's fine. No worries. But I think ultimately it's going to come down to you as a director. What do you think? But you know what? I'm, I'm leaning towards the side of, of telling the cinematographer and the actors to never cut. Go through with the scene. Because even if the cinematographer cuts, you might miss something. You might miss a gem. You might miss a diamond in that rough. And that would be sad if a moment happens and it's not caught on camera. It's like, oh, damn it. One last thing, very quickly, and this is mainly for you writer-directors. There's an elephant in the room. You know, we talked about if something feels unnatural, if something feels unrealistic, for the actor to mention that to you, to tell you it feels wrong. You know, nine times out of ten, it's going to be a move. It's going to be blocking. It's going to be, you know, the actor moves on this line and it just doesn't feel right. Maybe you should wait until this line to move. But what about the actors who go off script? Now, Aaron Sorkin, Tarantino, it's well known. They want actors to say the lines that are written in the script, period. Now, when you get to the status of a Tarantino or an Aaron Sorkin, (laughs) you have that right. And most actors are going to go along with that. But let's talk about independent movie making. Let's talk about your working with actors who aren't SAG. Think about this. You know, we've all heard the horror stories, like Kate and Leo on Titanic with Cameron. Cameron was a dick. If you're SAG, you sign a contract. You're not going to walk off the set because a director's treating you like crap. Of course, they stuck it out and they made a great movie. When you're working with actors who are not SAG, yeah, you, you know, in pre-production, you came up with a contract, if you follow my advice. And you have them sign it. But you always run that risk if you piss off an actor on an independent movie that they're going to walk, especially if you're not paying them. So back to sticking to the script. Once again, I, I think you can allow the actor to say a different line. Read the lines as they're written in the script. And then cut the scene and allow the actor to say what they feel is more realistic. Or have them say what they want to say. So you give them that opportunity to have their voice heard and to make the changes. So when you get into the editing room, you have the way it's written in the script, and then you have this line change that the actor felt more comfortable saying. This line change the actor brought to the table. The line change this actor or actress brought to the editing room. Hey, it doesn't hurt get into the editing room, maybe what's on the page isn't as good as what the actor said. You you definitely do have to check your ego at the door if you're the writer-director. But always allow your actors a shot at making a change. You know, back in the old days when movies were made with film, with actual film, and film cost money, you know, you're shooting it digitally today, that doesn't cost you anything. It does cost you time. But I would rather 
spend an extra five minutes on another take that the actor wants to do than to disregard the actor's input and just say, no, sorry, we're moving on. Because once you get an actor once, well, it's kind of like love. When you're in love with somebody, you let a lot of things slip. There's a lot of compromises when you love somebody and that person loves you back. But once you fall out of love with somebody, (laughs) there is no compromise. You won't fall back in love. That's just cyber dad talking to you. That's just cyber dad saying that's the way it is in real life. Once you lose that feeling, y'all ain't going to get back together. Trust me. So, you know, once an actor loses their faith in you, loses the respect they have in you, in the project, they're going to check out. And if you're paying them, they'll stick around, but they're not going to give a crap. You think they're going to give you 100%? Hell no. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. That was a good episode. I like that. I hope you guys got something from it. Hope you all have a great week. Christmas is just around the corner. Go out there and do your Christmas shopping. And while you're Christmas shopping, keep in mind that you are a lion and not a sheep. Later. Later.